0: Today we're talking about why the INFJ has such a hard time taking action. You've heard that INFJs are visionaries. They're all about being cerebral beings. I'm an INFJ. I know that feeling. I've known that all my life. It's actually something that INFJs are being described by. They do the least amount necessary. And this could be, you know, a place where we sort of thrive in. But the problem is we will always stay stuck if we're not willing to take the kind of action that corresponds to all the visions we have in our mind. So the question is, are we really doomed to just say, I have these great ideas, but they will stay in my mind because the way I'm set up, I'm just not made to take action. Or is there really another way how you can become a person for whom taking action is actually easy? That's what we're going to figure out today. Before we get started though, I want to remind you if you haven't done this so far to download the free poster on the five pillars to an INFJ Epic life. And if you want to take it to the next level, then work with me one on one all the information you find in the, links in the description. So if you read what an INFJ is all about, like let's say you just found out about it. There are numerous pages that explain the INFJ online videos and so on. And this is something you read or see over and over again. The INFJ is a cerebral being. They have great visions about what the future could hold. They have so much potential, but they're not taking action on it. And the problem with this is that so many INFJs take this to heart as an, okay, that's a fact. That's the reason why I'm not living the life I want and I just have to accept it. At least I have an explanation for it, right? I don't have to tell myself what's wrong with me. Now I know what's wrong with me. I'm an INFJ. That's just part of who I am. And I've come across this so many times and I really want to change the narrative around it because it just doesn't have to be this way. That being said, I'm also convinced that it's not necessary to have a lot of willpower. I don't think you have to be very disciplined. I don't want to do things. So one day I can have a better life. I want to do things that make me feel better right now. I don't want to suffer over and over again. So one day it could be a little bit better eventually or maybe so I cultivated a lot of the strategies that are based on the knowledge I'm going to share with you today. And these are also things that I teach my one-on-one clients, people in boot camp. We talk about it in the audio guide. You know, those are things that you can really implement because I want you to be excited about every little step of the journey. So let's start from the beginning. Why are INFJs actually like this? Not because they're INFJs. No, it's a little bit deeper than that. First off, we are introverts. Second of all, we are intuitive introverts. We have introvert intuition as our first function and extrovert sensing as our last. And the thing we need most is actually extroverted sensing. And it's not like, Oh, there's a problem with us being INFJs. And that's why, you know, we're not taking action. Because if you think of another type, let's say the ESTP, all the same functions as the INFJ, just the other way around. And ESTP is all about taking actions all the time. Their biggest challenge is introverted intuition. And I'm not saying that's the function they ignore the most or anything like this. You know, I have other videos on uh, these topics. The point is that they need to get better at this, right? To have an intuition about where to put all of that energy, all of that, extroverted sensing, all of that drive, where to put it towards. And once they find it, once they find the balance, it's perfect. You know, you have like the perfect combo and that's the same way how it is for INFJs or any other type. I'm convinced that there is no such thing that you have a disadvantage or an advantage being a certain type. What we do have to find though is the balance of all our functions so we can operate optimally. And if we do that, every single time has the exact same potential, can create amazing things and that's what we want to get to. So we already come out the gate with all of those ideas. You already have so many ideas. You know how you could change things. You know how things could work out, but very often it just stays at that place, right? Sometimes it's enough for it to just be a possibility. And one of the other reasons why this is so natural for the INFJ is that we do get a rush from just the thought of, Oh, I have an idea and it will work out. And so we get sort of satisfaction just from knowing it could work and therefore we don't take any action. And for the longest time I thought, okay, so what's the big deal? So I'm not taking any action. I live in my mind. You know, I have all my ideas. I have all of my fantasies. Perfect. But it's not perfect. It doesn't feel perfect because your life doesn't move forward. Your life stays stuck. And every INFJ will attest to this, that if you don't take action, no matter what kind of brilliant ideas you have, you know, they're not moving forward. You're sort of like boxed in. And that's when a lot of INFJs really get depressed. You know, that's when you really, you know, turn away from reality, try to go inside even more because you want the next high. And the only way you can get a high is to even go more into your own mind, right? Because there is no other way but that's where we have to change. That's where I really found my way because I was really pushed to such an extent that I had no other choice. I really didn't want to face reality. I didn't want to take action because it felt like if I have to start taking action, it's like, I have to admit that my life from now on will be a struggle. I don't like taking action. It's not part of who I am. If I take action, it's because other people are forcing me to it or it's an external obligation and the story goes on. What I didn't realize though, is that you can become a person for whom this is actually really easy. And when I say this, I'm not saying you're going to be an ESTP. You're never going to be one of those people who takes actions like that all the time and you know, doing things on like such a big scale. But guess what? You don't have to. That's the beauty of being an INFJ. You already have so much vision. You already have such a way of persuading other people and communicating your ideas. The only thing that we need more of is actually our extroverted side, right? So pushing more into extroverted feeling and extroverted sensing. We have to find more of a balance. And that's not going to make you an extrovert. I mean, think about it. Most of us, because we don't want to go there at all because it actually requires some kind of mindset shift. What do we do? We stay all the way to the left. And when you do that, you know what happens? Those are the typical NITI loops that we all know about, but imagine you're 80% in your introverted world and 20% in your extroverted world. Right? And that is enough to sort of get by. That is enough for you to get, you know, your work done for you to have a stable life for you to be part of society, right? It's enough, but it doesn't really tap into your potential because your ideas are not about surviving. Your ideas are not about like keeping your head above water. Your ideas are about thriving. They're about, creating something new, something exciting. And in order to get to that place, we have to change those percentages. And so let's say in this example, it's like 80, 20, we have to get it to somewhere like 60, 40. You're still going to be an introvert. You're still going to be, you know, an INFJ and not an ENFJ, right? You're not going to switch your functions, but we have to get more into this balance mode because that's when all the magic happens. Because if you get to a place where the action, is actually happening. You know what you're going to realize that the world is different than you thought. Once you start taking action, you see, Oh, it takes something different than I thought. It takes more than I thought. It might be easier in some cases. It might be harder in others. We so often think we know like how it's going to play out. But once you take the action, you actually realize what it really is. How often have we told ourselves, oh, I could if I wanted to? But then you start doing it, and like some challenges come up that you haven't even thought about. But it isn't just that it's harder than you thought. Because once you get feedback from your environment, you can use your NI power, you can use your NITI power, your all introverted side, to make sense of it. And guess what? Then you have the next vision that keeps you pushing even further because that's what it is. It really is all about failure, 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 right? And that's how you succeed. But if you don't get any input, your mind cannot create something new. You have a limited amount of information and with that limited amount of information, you're always going to stay stuck in this worldview. But once you get to a place where you take action, everything changes because it's continuously new information that's been brought into your system and then you can do something about it. So we're not only going to improve our outer world, but through that you actually get to a place where you feel like, Oh, I'm tapping into my potential because I continuously get to, you know, use my powers. I get to use my creativity because I set a vision out. I actually make it happen because of that. I get new information in, And I create a new vision, you know, out of the blue, just by being myself and then I can take action. So you actually feel like you're utilizing your powers, your natural way of living. So once we establish that, okay, it would be great to take action. Good. What's the next step? How are we going to do that? Because you get home, you know, what you should be doing, for example, recording that podcast or writing that book or, you know, going and starting an adventure, whatever it may be, you know that, but you're not doing it. How is that going to change? It's only going to change if we change our identity around it. We cannot rely on willpower. We cannot rely on discipline, but what works is that you create an identity that is based on being somebody who just does certain things. Because once this identity is established, you don't want to back off from it right? You don't need willpower to brush your teeth. You don't need willpower to, you know, put on your seatbelt. Those are things that you do out of habit. Those are things that are just part of who you are. If you wouldn't brush your teeth, you would feel bad, right? This wouldn't feel good because your identity is based on being somebody who's clean, right? And so we have to become this person who says I'm keeping the promises I make to myself. I'm making that happen. And that has to be our first priority to become that person. That's why one of the lessons in the bootcamp is all about who you become, not what you achieve. That is just like the afterthought, right? You want to become somebody who keeps the promises you make to yourself. That's it. And how do we get there? Well, the first step is to recognize that you don't want to continue the way you have continued. If you've gotten to a conclusion where you say the way I've lived my life right now, is not something that I want anymore, right? We need to change something about our behavior because if we don't, we're going to stay stuck in that position. But it can't be something that is like too out there. It can't be something like, yeah, I'm just going to record my podcast. When you've had the idea of recording that podcast for let's say five years, then you've never done it. My little motivation here isn't going to cut it. It's not going to make the difference right? But what is going to make a difference if you start casting votes towards the person that you're going to become, the person who actually, you know, creates a podcast at some point. How is that going to happen? You do something today, tomorrow, whatever it may be, the sooner the better, that is going into the direction of you being that person. So it might be that you say, I'm going to record my voice for 10 seconds. That's it. That's my only task. I have my phone. I have a recording device on it. All I have to do is just, you know, do like my five minute gratitude thing. And I'm, we're not even talking about five minutes. We're really talking about 10 seconds here. So let's say you say, I'm going to record 10 seconds. What I'm grateful for today, because then you're practicing talking, you're practicing talking, although there's nobody around you and you're also practicing talking in a way that's been recorded right? That's something different than you just sitting at home and not recording it. So you might say, okay, what's that going to do for me? Like, I'm still going to be somebody who doesn't have a podcast. I'm still somebody who doesn't like, you know, go after their dreams. No, because now it's not just about 80% of your introverted function and 20% of your extroverted functions. You're actually pushing yourself to, you know, let's say 75 to 25, and that is already making it easier for you to take the next step than where it was before. Before you know it, you become somebody who can't go weak without recording yourself a little bit, right? Because it's not about having that one podcast episode. It's about you becoming somebody who makes sure that you are fighting for yourself, that you're fighting for your future, that you're not giving up. And you can't wait for you to feel like it. You're never going to feel like it. You have to take action before you feel like it. And that's why it has to be an action that is small enough for you to be able to take it on. Right? I always say, get out of your comfort zone, but don't overwhelm yourself. There is no action that is too small. I remember when I started doing those videos, this was so incredibly hard for me and it wasn't because I was nervous to speak in front of a camera or anything like that. It was because I was doing something where there was no external pressure. Nobody cared about this. Nobody would push me. I was doing this for myself. And so getting ready to do those videos, you know, like, I don't know how long that's been like eight years now. Yeah. Like it felt incredibly difficult, like getting ready in the morning, taking a shower, doing my hair. Like that was so draining for me. You couldn't compare that to getting ready on a Monday morning when I was going to work. Right? And so I was my best cheerleader at that time. And every little time I did one little step that day that got me towards, you know, making that happen. Like for example, yes, you chose what clothes you're going to wear. Yes, you, you did your hair. Yes, you did this. I was just cheering myself on. And I did this until it became just part of my identity until I've gotten to a place where if I wouldn't take that action, I wouldn't feel good about myself. And that's where we need to get to. You don't need to be like some big shot who does all the things all the time, who is, you know, productive and busy 24/7. not necessary at all, but it's that identity shift and only you can decide how small that step is. That's going to push you forward. Remember your biggest goal is to become somebody who's fighting to become more of a version you want to be. That's it. Every other goal comes after that. And when you start taking that approach, you will recognize really soon how much better you feel, how much more power you put into your things, how much more action you put behind them. And before you know it, your visions won't just stay in your mind. They're actually going to manifest. And this is the power of being an INFJ. You have the ideas. We just got to learn how to take the correct action to actually make it happen. I hope this video was helpful. Remember if you want some more insights into how to push yourself into the right direction, then get the poster on the five pillars to an INFJ epic life. And if you want to take it to the next step, then work with me. One-on-one all the information you find in the links in the description. And if you want to watch another video now that is in alignment with today's topic, then watch the video why INFJs are slower than average, but why that's a good thing.